Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. When you get a consistent result of any kind, good or bad, it means you have a system. So if you're consistently getting disorganized, you have a system for that. You have a recipe. You may not know what it is, but you're getting a consistent result. So doesn't it just bear out in logic that you must be doing more or less the same thing every time to produce that consistent result? Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. We spend our lives looking out into the world for solutions to almost every problem. Need to lose weight? I'll try that new diet that worked for my friend. Feeling overwhelmed at work? I bet there's a good productivity app I'm not using. Didn't like the movie? It ruined my night. We usually look outside of ourselves first, making excuses instead of searching for solutions, when really, we must look internally if we want to actually have something change. So today we're going to explore how our language reflects this tendency and what we can do to start moving towards something more honest and effective. And hey, listen up, we've got a brand new live course starting September 12th, and I think it's a good one, so I don't want you to miss out. It's called The Accountability Path 2.0, How Surrendering to Truth Elicits Radical Responsibility. In the new eight-week course, I'll be teaching you a five-step path to create a culture of accountability in your organization. This tool is quite simple and straightforward, but knowing how to use it takes a deeper level of understanding and practice. This course will serve you whether you're a manager or an employee, and it will change your whole life if you let it. We'll be delving deep into topics like vulnerability and control, authority projections, and all the invisible problems that get in the way. I'll give you practical skills that anyone can learn, practice, and apply. If you're a leader and you know the difference that individual and collective accountability can make in your organization, or if you're an individual looking to step up and own your power and impact, then this is the course for you. For more information, visit clearandopen.com slash accountability dash path dash two. That's the number two. Again, clearandopen.com slash accountability dash path dash two. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. I was just hoping to ask what, how everybody keeps themselves like organized and, and focused in terms of, I know at our organization, we use Asana to make task lists for ourselves and each other. Um, that helps a lot for organization. But this has been kind of a recurring theme for me that I get disorganized and lose track of what's the highest priority at a given time. And was hoping to get some some strategies for making a lasting change with myself in that. Okay, so let's examine that question. Because how one frames a question is actually more important than the answer to the question that you think is the question that needs to be answered. Please, no one ask me to repeat that. <laughs> for a million dollars, I could probably do it. How you ask the question is more important. Now I can't do it. It's wicked important, as we used to say in Massachusetts. So try to sum up the question again as you said it. Like as I said it, it was 
I have trouble keeping myself organized and keeping my top priorities at the top. And what are some strategies that you guys use to keep yourselves organized? Perfect. Well done. Very concise. You, you sort of trim the fat off of it and that reveals something. So let's look at the question now because this is really interesting. I'm, ha- I'm getting disorganized. That's happening. That's the problem. That's the frustration. What are other people doing about that? Do you see how that's a call for a constructive solution? This is what's happening. What can I do constructive? What can I do about it? What do people do with that? As opposed to what? What's an alternative? Um, how do I fix it, I guess, is one alternative. Same thing. What do I do about it? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's, it's also calling for a constructive solution. I'm not saying a constructive solution isn't the right mode. I'm just pointing out that that's the mode that this is, and it's not the only one. What's an alternative? I'm becoming disorganized, and what are you curious about there? I'm becoming disorganized, and how do I fix it? I'm becoming disorganized, and what do other people do about that? I'm becoming disorganized, and how did I get there? Yes. <laughs> How are you doing that? Now, before you start answering that, let's just appreciate the difference in the question. You see the difference in the question? This is what's happening looking outside for a constructive additive on top of what do I do about it thing, as opposed to this is what's happening and looking inside to see how am I doing that? What's the pattern that's creating this consistent result, which you would do what with? What would you do with it? Would it be a doing thing? Would you do something with that? Well, it would be a kind of an analyzed thing. Yes, but to change it, what would you do? You have a, you have a consistent... This is a, one of my favorite ideas, and that is that anytime you have a consistent result, you have a system. And we tend to think of this in terms of good results, right? We do this much in sales every month. I make a good smoothie every morning. I have a system for it. But when you get a consistent result of any kind, good or bad, it means you have a system. So if you're consistently getting disorganized, you have a system for that. You have a recipe. You may not know what it is, but you're getting a consistent result. So doesn't it just bear out in logic that you must be doing more or less the same thing every time to produce that consistent result? It's not random. You're consistently getting that result. Right? You ever get a pair of shoes that keeps coming untied? Just one pair. All of your shoes, that the laces don't come untied, but there's one pair of shoes that always comes untied? Mm-hmm. That's not random, right? There's a reason for it. You don't know why at first, and then you figure it out. Laces are too short, or they're that slippery kind of material, or whatever. There's a reason for it, but you don't know it. So you see how automatically the way we look at ourselves and our lives and our frustrations is this is what's going on. And then we look outside. What do I do about it? Out there, there must be some solution out there. And we don't pause and go, How am I doing that? How am I making that happen? 
Because if you don't do that, then the solution is going to be layered on top. Oh, well, here's this handy app I use to get myself organized every day. Okay, I'll try that. Which might be layered on, for example, that you're, you know, I'm just making something up, that you're spending two hours a day on social media. You know, I seriously doubt that's the case for you, but for example, right? So if someone were spending two hours a day of social media, and it's causing them to get behind and be disorganized. Whatever you layer on top of that is not going to help, right? Unless it's an app that blocks social media access. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's what people do. They, they don't look in the mirror. They don't ask themselves, how am I creating this negative result? And why not? Right, because that would be uncomfortable. But you mean I'm un- I'm doing something to myself that I'm totally unconscious of? Well, that's a little bit embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But that's what it's like to be human. We do dumb shit sometimes that self sabotages, and it's unconscious, and that's what it's like to be human. Right, but instead, as a society, everybody's like, no, 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 I'm completely self aware. All, everything I do is totally intentional and conscious. I just need some tools and strategies and tips. Rarely do people actually need that. They don't need that. What they need to do is pay attention to how they're hurting themselves and look in the mirror and seeing and see that actually the, the intention, the conscious intention that they're so proud of is actually only running about 30% of their life. <coughs> and their unconscious is running the rest of it. And that's the first thing to surrender to, that you're not actually running your life in that way. And that's fine. What's the problem? Look around. That's what's happening everywhere. So now you've got two different questions you can ask. Which seems more important to you? Tools, tips, strategies for staying organized? Or a hungry curiosity to discover how it is you're consistently disorganizing yourself? Which question is more interesting to you? Definitely the, the underlying cause, because like you're saying, piling on top would just be enabling myself to continue losing track as I have been. I, I love that you brought up that word enabling. Yeah, that's, that's another really great point. Because it's, can you see how the, the outer question, what are the tips, tools, strategies? You don't have to change anything in you. Right, You get to stay the same guy and use a new strategy, use a new tool. You don't have to look at some underlying condition, some way of relating to things, some you know habituated pattern of, of behavior. This question invites the possibility of radical change. You know it, it could be there's some way of being that is constantly keeping you disorganized. You know, like uh, I had a client once who had a virulently codependent relationship with his wife. It was not a good marriage. And how and why is a long story. But his wife would call him. He counted for a while. I asked him to count it because he was constantly getting distracted by his wife calling. His wife was calling him an average of 11 times a day. Calling, like with the phone, like it rings, not a text. Calling. And he felt like he was obligated to answer it every time. Otherwise, she would get upset. And then it would become an even bigger deal, more issue to handle. 
Imagine getting called by one person 11 times a day and feeling like you have to answer or else they'll get upset. The name of the excuse is walking on eggshells. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.